the court battle over abortion pills has come to a head. Two federal judges issued competing rulings around the FDA's regulation of Mifepristone, one of two pills used for medication abortions, on Friday evening. U.S. District Judge Matthew Kaczmarek, a Texas-based, anti-abortion, Trump appointee, suspended the agency's 23-year-old approval of Mifepristone nationally. He said he would pause his order for seven days in order to give the federal government the opportunity to appeal it. However, in the state of Washington, U.S. District Judge Thomas O. Rice ruled that the FDA is prohibited from pulling Mifepristone off the market in 17 states and the District of Columbia, which constitute the plaintiffs in the legal challenge. While surely confusing for the FDA, the competing orders mean that nothing will change at the moment and that Mifepristone should continue to be available to patients until there's more clarity from the court. In anticipation of Kaxmerich's ruling, some health providers had already prepared to start using a misoprostol-only abortion regimen. Mifepristone, the first in the two-pill abortion regimen, helps end pregnancy by blocking the hormone progesterone, while misoprostol, the second pill, causes contractions that help expel the uterus's contents. Misoprostol is approved for stomach ulcers but used off-label for a wide range of gynecological purposes, including inducing labor and miscarriage management. Medication abortion accounted for 54% of abortions in the U.S. even before the end of Roe. Since the Supreme Court's Dobbs decision, abortion pills have been a powerful tool for people to safely end a pregnancy on their own at home in the 14 states that have banned abortion. Abortion opponents and supporters have been deeply invested in either cutting off or expanding access to the pills, and that tension has triggered a wave of legal challenges to determine the future of medication abortion in the U.S. Back in the pre-row era, abortion was all done via procedure, which meant that if you could control the gatekeepers, the providers, then you could stop abortion in your state or stop a lot of it, said Greer Donnelly, an associate professor at the University of Pittsburgh School of Law. But now pills travel across borders all the time. It makes abortion really hard to control. It's unclear how Friday's orders impact two other cases surrounding abortion pills filed in North Carolina and West Virginia in late January. These lawsuits seek to dramatically expand access to the pills even in states where abortion is currently illegal. The Texas judge sided with anti-abortion activists' arguments. In late November, the conservative Christian Legal Group Alliance Defending Freedom sued the FDA and the Department of Health and Human Services in federal court in Texas on behalf of a collective of anti-abortion activists. The suit sought to reverse the FDA's approval of Mifepristone for abortion care, which dates back to 2000. The statute of limitations to sue the agency over approval of a new medication is six years, making the lawsuit 16 years too late. While the argument underpinning the lawsuit is that the FDA exceeded its regulatory authority and had to disavow science in the approval process, the opposite is true. A 2008 report by the Government Accountability Office found that the FDA properly used its authority in approving and having oversight over Mifepristone. If anything, there is even more research now that supports medication abortion safety, said Nicole Huberfeld, a public health law expert and professor at Boston University. We could point to the opioid crisis and say that there might be reasons to reconsider how certain opioids have been approved over time because the evidence is that they are harmful in certain ways, she said. 
On the other hand, with Mifepristone, the gathered evidence over time has been that it is even safer than initially understood and more effective for the purpose for which it is approved, i.e., it can be used for a longer period of time and still result in a safe abortion. Medication abortion is between 95% and 99% effective, as well as extremely safe, with less than 0.4% of patients 00643-9 full text experiencing serious complications that require hospitalization. In other words, taking Tylenol or Viagra is riskier than using abortion pills. The way that it is being framed by the Alliance Defending Freedom, the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine, and the other groups is that this is not a safe drug, but that is just untrue, Huberfeld said of the plaintiff's argument. Their position is that no abortion is morally safe or good because they are coming at this from a religious perspective. But that is different from the FDA's task, which is to decide whether a drug is, based on scientific evidence, safe and efficacious for the purpose for which it is created. The lawsuit also argues that mailing abortion pills is illegal under a federal criminal statute that was originally part of the Anti-Obscenity Comstock Act, which dates back to 1873 and which banned contraception well before women even won the right to vote. The Department of Justice disagrees with the plaintiff's interpretation. Dot. It's bats hit crazy. Literally, if it had been presented in virtually any other courtroom, it would have been thrown out, said Kirsten Moore, director of the EMA project, which seeks to expand access to medication abortion. But on Friday, Kaxmerick sided with the plaintiffs in nearly all of their arguments, ruling that the FDA's original approval of Mifepristone should be suspended as well as more recent requirements the agency has implemented for the drug. The court does not second-guess FDA's decision-making lightly, he wrote. But here, FDA acquiesced on its legitimate safety concerns, in violation of its statutory duty, based on plainly unsound reasoning and studies that did not support its conclusions. He also agreed with the plaintiff's claims that mailing medication abortion violates federal law. Kaxmerick has a track record of opposing LGBTQ rights, birth control, and abortion. If his ruling stands, it would impact patients across the country regardless of whether abortion remains legal in their state. It's hard to overstate the impact of today's callous decision to ban one of the most important and common methods of abortion care, Dr. Daniel Grossman, Director of Advancing New Standards in Reproductive Health at the University of California, San Francisco, said on Friday. This medicine has gone through the toughest safety reviews and has been used safely and effectively for over 20 years. We need expanded access to abortion care, not court rulings based in junk science. An expected appeal would go to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, one of the most conservative courts in the nation, and could ultimately land before the conservative supermajority in the Supreme Court. The odds of the court taking up the case, and soon, are likely higher given the order out of Washington state. This case is serious for a lot of reasons, Donnelly said. It really proves the truth that, with Roe gone, no one's safe. This story has been updated.